Ahoy there! Welcome back to the Bible Pirate Advent Calendar. My name is Matt Valor. This is Day 6. Some time later, Pharaoh's head cupbearer and his head baker offended him, and he had them placed under Potiphar's custody, in the king's prison where Joseph was confined. They had both spent a while in custody when they each had a dream. When Joseph visited them the next morning, they looked seriously out of sorts. Why do your faces look so troubled? Joseph asked them. We have both had dreams, they replied, and there is no one to translate them. Doesn't translation come from the gods? Joseph retorted. Tell me your dreams. The chief cupbearer began. In my dream I stood in front of a vine with three branches which budded, blossomed and ripened into clusters of grapes. I pressed the grapes into a cup and served it to Pharaoh. This is the translation of your dream, replied Joseph. The three branches are three days. Within the next three days, Pharaoh will give you back your role and you will serve him his cup just like you did before. And then he added, If you remember me then, please remember me to Pharaoh and get me out of this house. I was stolen from the land of the Hebrews and have done nothing here to deserve being thrown into this pit. When the baker saw that the translation was favourable, he said to Joseph, In my dream there were three baskets of white bread on my head, and in the top basket were all kinds of baked treats made for Pharaoh, but the birds ate them. Joseph replied, The three baskets are three days. Within the next three days, Pharaoh will cut off your head hang you on a tree, and the birds will nibble at your flesh. Three days later, it was Pharaoh's birthday, and he threw a feast for all his servants. In front of them all, he raised the heads of the chief cupbearer and chief baker, and he restored the cupbearer to his service. But he hung the chief baker exactly as Joseph had translated. But the cupbearer forgot about Joseph. Two years later, Pharaoh had a dream. In the morning, his spirit was under assault, and he called for all the alchemists and academics of Egypt and told them his dream. But there was no one who would translate for Pharaoh. Then the cupbearer remembered Joseph, and told Pharaoh about him. So Pharaoh sent for Joseph, and they hurried him out of the prison. He shaved, changed his clothes, and entered. Last night I had a dream, said Pharaoh. There is no one who will translate it, but I have heard that you will translate a dream when you hear it. I claim nothing, replied Joseph, 
the gods will provide you with an answer. So Pharaoh retold his dream to Joseph. I stood on the banks of the Nile, and out of the river came seven fat, fine-looking cows, and they fed among the reeds. But then seven other cows followed, threadbare, haggard and thin, the ugliest cows I have ever seen in the whole of Egypt. But these seven thin, ugly cows devoured the seven fat cows. But you wouldn't know it. They remained just as ugly as they were to begin with. And then I woke up. I dreamed again and saw seven healthy, fat heads of grain grow up on one stalk. But then seven thin heads, scorched by the east wind, grew out after them and devoured the healthy, fat heads. I told all this to the alchemists, but there was no one with the courage to translate it for me. Joseph answered, Pharaoh's dreams are one and the same. The gods have shown Pharaoh what will unfold. The seven good cows and the seven good heads of grain are seven good years. Then the seven thin and ugly cows which came after them and the seven empty heads of grain blighted by the east wind are seven years of famine. This is what the gods have shown Pharaoh. There will be seven years of massive surplus throughout the whole land of Egypt. But seven years of famine will follow and the years of surplus will be forgotten as the land is utterly exhausted. The dream was repeated because the gods have commanded it and it will happen soon. Therefore, let Pharaoh appoint a man who is discerning and wise and set him over the land of Egypt. Let him appoint officers to take a fifth of all the food from the coming surplus years and store the grain under Pharaoh's authority in the cities. Then when the years of famine arrive, that store of grain can be used to prevent the death of Egypt. This advice seemed good to Pharaoh and his servants. So he said to them, Can we find anyone like this in all Egypt? A man in whom breathes the spirit of the gods? Pharaoh spoke to Joseph. Since the gods have shown you all this, and there is no one as discerning and wise as you, you will be over my house and will command all my people. Only the throne will be greater than you. And Pharaoh took off his signet ring and placed it on Joseph's hand. He clothed him in fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. He had him ride out in the chariot of his second in command and they cried out, Kneel! before him. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh. Without your consent, no one in Egypt may lift even a hand or a foot. And he gave Joseph the name Zaphanath Panair and gave him Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, to be his wife. And so Joseph grew over the whole land of Egypt.
The ground produced a vast surplus during the next seven years, and Joseph gathered it up and stored it in all the cities. He gathered so much that it was like the sand by the sea, and he gave up counting it. The seven years of surplus came to an end, and famine began just as Joseph had said. When Egypt was hungry, and the people cried out to Pharaoh for bread, he replied, Go to Joseph, and do whatever he commands. And since the famine hit everywhere, Joseph sold grain all over Egypt. The whole world came to Joseph because the famine was so severe.